0: Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel.
1: You're listening to the Tamar Yona Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And we are still at war with Gaza, though uh, our reservists have more or less left, and it's now the standing army that is there. And uh, we're waiting to see now what's going to happen on the northern border with Hezbollah. We're going to be talking about different topics. And uh, as soon as I get my notes up here, why don't I have my notes up in front of me? How unprofessional of you, tomorrow. <laughs> Today's show is going to be called The Next Great War. We'll also be talking about The Hague. And, uh, or I should say, otherwise known as the international community, the IJC, the, the International uh, Judicial Court, and uh, they're judging Israel. Also, the US presidential selection system, Iran is becoming the fulcrum, I hope I pronounced that right, and the EV debacle or devical, or however you pronounce it. EV meaning electronic vehicles. And our uh, guest or co-host is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He is a commentator on Mideast and world issues. And he joins me on the show again this week. Welcome, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you.
2: It's electric vehicles, not electronic.
1: Oh, did I say electronic? Apologies. (laughs) All right. You, you can tell I don't drive one. I I heard, and, 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 and I don't have the uh, source here, so if anybody wants to go look it up and do the homework, that these electronic vehicles are not healthy because they emit a lot of radiation to the driver. And if you're sitting in your car for hours at a time, you might want to check that out to see if that indeed is true or not uh, so you can make an informed decision whether you want to invest in that. All right, uh, where do you want to start? I think we should maybe just... Start out with the Hague because that's the biggest uh, news, more or less here in Israel. On Friday afternoon, they came out with their decision, and
2: well, no, not actually.
1: They came out with an interim
2: decision, not a final decision. The process is still going on. Um, I- I'm not a lawyer, so I don't. Cl- I can't claim to really understand it well, but um, uh, 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 from my basic understanding. What they said was that they really have nothing to say. In other words, they, they said that w- according to the laws of genocide, Israel cannot really be accused. But there are probably a few things that are, that are not nice. That's about the extent of what they were capable of saying at this point.
1: All right. So they could not convict us of genocide because there is no genocide. But... Wait, 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 wait. That's uh,
2: not what I said. That's not what I said. But that's I what said. I'm saying. It's that's what going I'm on. saying. It's
1: not final yet. So you can't use the word "convict" at all. Okay. First of all, but uh, they're telling Israel that we have to feed and fuel our enemies, aka no, give so them that, humanitarian no, aid. Exactly. They're
2: not telling us anything at this point because it's not there. They're not there yet. They're. They seem to be moving in the direction of that we should be. Uh, 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 kind of the people that are trying to kill us um and that some of our leadership has spoken some things that are uh, that are not nice they 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 uh, uh, my understanding is that they pointed at uh uh, uh Galant and said that he said some things that are not nice to say
1: okay Galant uh, for anyone who doesn't know is is the the defense minister of Israel and but they were saying Mordecai come on they were saying that we have to give them the, the humanitarian aid no
2: they're that's, they said that they're
1: leaning towards that okay okay whatever that's not, that's not what I read that's not what I saw but okay you have your uh what what you've seen I have what I don't I've I'm, seen I, I, there's a lady in Eng- England
2: Natasha I don't know how to pronounce her last name—Housefeld or something like that. Okay. I'm sorry, I don't really know how. Yeah. Anyway, she's an international lawyer, and she's she understands these things much better than I do, which means that almost almost anybody would understand better than I do. I don't, I don't understand anything about this legal nonsense. But anyway, um, uh, but she said that a it's not final yet, so they can't—they're not saying yet anything. They're certainly not deciding anything. It's a process which is still going on. I have no idea what that means, um, and uh, that uh, uh, um, uh, I, I, I'm not aware that she gave any time as to when it's supposed to be completed or whatever, um, and that's the, only, that's the only real source that I listened to with any real discretion.
1: All right, so all you need to do, everybody, just put in a Google search for a Hague and Israel Hageespiel H A G U E, and Israel, and you'll come up with all the latest news stories there, so you can see exactly uh, what uh, is is happening there. And don't forget to check the date of what you're reading. You're not reading something from a week ago, but you're reading something as recent as possible. And also, of course, Doctor Mordecai Ben Mekham, you you will agree, the source, <laughs> the source oh, yes, that you're reading um... from. All
2: right. Uh, You have to be aware that at this point, everything you read about this so called um, uh, 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 prosecution or whatever it's called, I don't even know if it's it's really classed as a prosecution, we've been accused by South Africa of genocide. But it turns out that South Africa, in turn, is being accused of some things by them as well. It's very confusing. So you have to be aware of when. As Tom just said, and you have to be aware of your sources, and you should probably try to look at two or three sources because they're all crazy.
1: I just want to say, add here also that in Gaza right now there is uh, being reported a mass movement of the uh, the population there moving south towards the Rafiah border with Egypt. And I they were all there. they're not all there, but they're, I think these are like 1.2 million people are right now in Rafah. 1.2 million, I should say, Gazans are there. And uh, they're saying also that they are starting to get very angry at the Hamas because of the inconvenience. And I'm using that as uh, that word as uh, sarcastically because of all that's happening in Gaza. Now, I just want to ask you listeners something. And that is, do you think that if from the beginning we did not supply them with food and fuel and quote-unquote humanitarian aid to the enemy, how much sooner this war could have been over? Because if they're angry now, they would have been angry a lot sooner if they weren't getting what they say that they're missing now. I'm, I'm just saying, just saying. And as I'm just saying right now, we are getting a red alert siren in the north of Israel on the northern border, which is go- probably going to be the next uh, the scene of the war with Israel. It, this is in uh, Arav al-Aramsha. It's uh, a, an Arab village, I believe, mostly Arab residents there. And uh, they are all running to their shelters now for safety from incoming uh attacks from uh, Lebanon and uh, I heard an interview this morning with someone from that village and they were saying how they have family over the border in Lebanon and the interviewer on Israel Radio, which is all in Hebrew, by the way, so that's why we're here to be able to tell you things in English, because you don't understand Hebrew. Many of our listeners, I would say most of our listeners, is that they can't even have contact with their family uh, and their families in Lebanon because the Hezbollah does not allow it. They would be killed The family members there. It would be like you're a spy, you're having contact with your family in Israel over the border and I'm sure you have what to say, stories about that, how families would like wave to each other across the border, but they can't talk to each other.
2: Well, they used to wave when they had what what was called the good fence, but that was like in in the 90s, that's a long time ago now. A long time ago, right. (coughs) It's a different point here that's very important that people need to be aware of. You mentioned that Places being shelled right now is an Arab village. Neither Hezbollah nor Hamas differentiates between residents of various kinds in Israel. Notice, and, and on October seventh, um, many tens of non-Jews were taken into Gaza as hostages and/or killed. I mean, we had, uh, if I if I recall uh, uh, at the moment that the, the numbers, I think they were like twenty-five. Muslim Arabs that they murdered. So they don't care who or what you are. If you're in the wrong place at the right time or whatever you want to call it, they will kill you.
1: No no professional courtesy, in other words. Professional or any other kind. (laughs) Okay. I'm being very sarcastic today. Sorry. All right. Uh, let's go to our first topic. We want to talk about, uh, well, actually we talked about the Hague. That's our first topic. Uh, you want to talk now about the next great war? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I'll go back a few years. There's a,
2: a, a well-known American, uh, I think it's classed as a journalist. Um, I'm uh, uh, probably mispronouncing his name, I'm sorry. Um, very well known. And he wrote a book that was called uh, World War Four, And uh, his counting was, we know about one and two, the Cold War he called World War Three, and the war that's going on now he called World War Four. So I mean, that's a, it was a very interesting book, I have it on my shelves. It's, it's, it's very well written, it's very well argued, interesting. Um, but I think uh, uh, I think what we're seeing right now is that this war is actually really heating up. Now, when I say really heating up, that's a very unfair statement that I'm making, because so far, since what he classed as World War IV, we have already seen um, close to 30 million people killed. So a lot of people aren't aware. They think, oh, well, 9-11 was terrible, 3,000 people. And of course, that was terrible. But um, uh, people need to be aware that um, so far we're talking about on the order of 30 million people that have already been killed by this conflict that's going on. And by the way, that 30 million are not the people here here in Israel or the, or the Arabs living around us. Uh, 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 yeah. well, we're talking about a very, very small percentage of that. Um, um, ISIS, for instance, killed many, many, many millions of people. Anyway, so let's look look at this issue of World War, whatever the number you, you might choose, okay? And I'll start, Dafka, with Disney. Um, is Disney America? Does Disney represent American culture or American anything today? Bob Iger, the uh, Disney CEO all uh, earned in 2022, fifteen million dollars. Poor fellow, and in 2023, thirty-one and a half million dollars. As Disney produced one of the one awful bomb, if not another, including firing seven thousand employees. So we need to get some perspective here of what what we're really talking about. When we're talking about war, and particularly where it's concerned the American citizens. The families of every October seventh rapist is being paid by the Palestinian Authority a monthly salary for the duration of their lives using money supplied by the Biden administration. Remember, <coughs> the American Congress passed a law making that prohibiting that that exact thing. So what Biden is doing is against American law. <coughs> Trump, of course, stopped all payments to the Palestinian Authority because he abided by the law. But, of course, he's not allowed to abide by the law, only Biden abides by the law. So your taxpayer money is being used to pay the families of rapists um, and, of course, to encourage mass rape. Evidence has been shown and, of course, suppressed by Western media that the child hostages were kept for the at least for the first days of in their captivity. Were kept in bird cages, twenty-four-seven. When was there? How shall I say it politely? Eliminations were there in the cage with them. A senior U.S. general estimates that the continued bombing of Yemen by U.S. warplanes pl- war has degraded quote unquote degraded twenty missiles.
1: I'm, I'm sorry, Mordechai, as you're talking about missiles. Uh, again, more red alert sirens in the north. Again, in uh, the same place as we saw before. Uh, also uh, Zarit and uh, Shumra, And we're praying for the safety of all the people there. Go ahead.
2: Zarit and Shumran are both a, a, a small villages
1: right on the northern border. I don't
2: recall the exact Geography of the of the Arab village there I'm sorry
1: so it's it's it the very north of Israel between the mediterranean sea and and the finger which means the part that goes up shoots up uh, the the northern border go ahead right correct
2: so all of this american um weaponry sophistication american warships etc they have according to the senior american general i forget his name at the moment it doesn't really matter um He claims to have degraded 20 missiles. That's pretty pathetic. The U.S. Mm -hmm. spent $125 billion a year on law enforcement. 90% of their drones are Chinese-made. More Americans die of fentanyl than died in Vietnam, Iraq, and Iran wars combined. And the U.S. continues to serve this garbage up to their youth. Remember, in California, for instance, they are actually encouraging people to use drugs. You can, if you declare yourself a drug user, you can go into play, various places and receive all of the paraphernalia for, for free and et cetera, et cetera, In 2016, I predicted that Trump would be assassinated. Judging, judging from American history, my, I expected violence. The Democrats are smarter than I am. They're using lawfare. Anyone who doesn't understand that word "lawfare," they need to become accustomed to it. That's fighting a um, uh, 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 battles using law, using courts, like the Hague, for instance, rather than using bullets. In
1: December other words, 20, harassment. Degrees, they keep you busy by right? harassing you. It's it's harassment basically. It's
2: much more than harassment because it, it's 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 in, at least in terms of Trump. Um. Uh, um it's designed to bankrupt him it's designed to force his family out of uh, out of his, out of his family business that, he, that they built up uh, uh, it's a much more than harassment it's it's en- en- enormously damaging and, and of course it's uh, it's costing him millions and millions of dollars the core cost yeah okay um, you can say that he's rich and he can afford it that's okay you can think that way but i mean that nonetheless it is it is at least from this standpoint from here without being a, 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 either a supporter or a detractor of the man, it's, it's, it's certainly very unfair and very strange to even call that kind of thing in, in any way democratic.
1: Right. But, but you're right. It's it's uh, it's a, another strategy to to uh, destroy someone. OK, you can keep going.
2: December 2023 saw 302,000 illegal illegal immigrants to the United States. Two hundred and three thousand in one month. And the United Nations announced in the same month, uh, no, actually I think they, they they announced it last week. I'm not certain of the exact timing of this. The United Nations announced a one point six billion dollar budget to support, get this? Illegal immigration. The UN announced a budget to support illegal immigration. And of course, who's the largest funder of the United Nations? America United yeah, States, America. I'll quote Nikki Haley. Uh, I, 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 I'm, again, I'm not being political here. I'm not supporting or detracting from any particular candidate. I, I admit that I am quite fond of her. And I think that she's done an amazing job. But she just said just the other day, I quote, we can't be a country in disarray in a world on fire and go, go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. I think the statement we won't survive it is extraordinarily telling. And I think people need to be aware that America is in a situation of survival. And if you deny that, you are fooling yourself. America and Americans need to decide if they actually want to remain a viable country or not. Remember, empires fall throughout history when they appear strongest from the outside. So the American military is very strong, clearly, but American government is afraid to use it. The American economy appears strong, but there are enormous numbers of problems looming in the American economy. So, and the biggest problem of them all, I believe, as apparently does Nick, Nikki Haley, huh? uh, 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 a person with a great deal of experience on uh, actually managing things in the United States, the worst part is the actual internal chaos. I will recommend something if people have the time and the inclination. I would strongly recommend this. I've mentioned the name Daniela Camboni several times over the, over the over the years. She has a show called the Daniel, Daniel, Daniela Camboni Show. She interviewed uh, a few days ago a gentleman by the name of Doug Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, it was an amazing interview, I strongly, strongly recommend. Listen to it, learn from it, think, or you're dooming yourself. I would also recommend to people to listen very carefully to Javier Millet, his speech at the DeVos Criminal Forum. He outlined the future prospects of Western civilization, and he was not optimistic. Not, sorry, not shocking particularly. Um, free countries, according to him, are 12 times richer than repressed ones. And by the way, that's sort of more or less a fact of nature proven since biblical times. In ancient Israel, or Judea as it was called at the time, at the time ancient Israel was the first free economy with mentioned life expectancy differences. If you look to uh, the writings of... Uh, of uh, 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 the time of Julius Caesar, for instance. The life expectancy in Rome was 26. You can find that on the internet. And the life expectancy in Judea was 62. The inheritors of Rome have never forgiven us. The new anti-Semitism is old, not new. And by the way, I have a series of uh, peer-reviewed academic journal articles on it. You can look them up as well. Go to academia.com and you can find my articles about this. They're peer-reviewed, they're academic articles. You can plow through them if you wish. In free countries, and this is well known, life expectancy grows. For a decade now, United States life expectancy has constantly and consistently declined. While Israel's has grown. Today the difference in life expectancy in between the United States and Israel is more than five and a half years in Israel's favor. So people want to live, make Aliyah.
1: Move to Israel.
2: And the same statements can be, say, can be taken for, stated for female fertility. Fertility, Female fertility in Israel is much higher than it is in the United States, or for that matter, any and every industrialized country in the world today. Another thing I'd also recommend if people have the uh, uh, patience and time. Superb article. Gentleman by the name of Neil Ferguson. Uh, 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 one of America's leading historians today. In December, he wrote a masterpiece article, uh, essay called The Treason of the Intellectuals. Strongly recommended. Excellent article. Ferguson makes the point that in pre Nazi German academia, there were, for example, doctoral theses describing how to utilize the gold fillings in Jewish teeth to finance Jewish extermination. (laughs) That was before the Nazis came to power. It began then and is beginning now in universities.
1: What a world! What a world! Uh, we, uh, aren't, we, aren't we just fun people around here?
2: Fun, fun, fun. Okay. Okay, we'll go on to uh, Iran. Iran is uh, trying to make itself the fulcrum of the um, um, mass alliance between uh, China, uh, Russia, and Iran. Iran is trying to become the fulcrum, apparently. Everyone, anyone who doesn't know that word should know it. It's the when you put you we try to use a lever a lever, uh, a lever you put it for instance a a a, a, against a rock or something that centerpiece there is called a fulcrum Iran and russia finalized a 20 year strategic partnership deal in energy and defense aligning with uh uh, uh with the chinese uh, the china iran twenty five year deal um which is according to iran progressing poorly, but but it's very interesting that they're, these two deals are back-to-back, more or less. The China deal, the deal with China was a couple of years ago. Russia gains first extraction rights in the Caspian Sea, which is an, an enormous energy basin. In the provinces of Qamshahar and Elam, these are the highest-yield energy provinces in Iran. This changes the regional energy dynamics totally invalidating all U.S. energy sanctions as what they're planning to do since Iran has conquered now about 50% of Iraq. So these oil fields uh, 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 shipments will go from Iraq and will not be officially labeled as either Russian or Iranian. Brilliant. So the American sanctions are made simply moot. Did you say something? over?
1: Yeah, I said it's brilliant. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, no, one, no one's accusing the Iranians of being stupid. That's right. <laughs> Don't underestimate your enemy. Okay. Excellent.
2: That is a very, very important point. Um, uh, 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 uh. Iran, by the way, is not being paid for this in U.S. dollars, in case anyone wonders. They're paying being paid in, um, uh, uh, quote-unquote, Credits in the Bank of Russia, the National Bank of Russia. So Iran can freely purchase goods from Russia. Russia can freely purchase goods from Iran, and etc. Cetera, et cetera, The same thing is true with China, we'll get to China in just a moment. Russia gains access to Iranian sea and airports, another very important thing throughout Russian history. One of their main thrusts has always been warm water ports. As as of now, Russia has more warm water ports in the Middle East than does the United States.
1: Okay, Simply for for those ship. who don't understand about warm water ports, it's important because you have to be able to ship. And if your waters are frozen, you can't get your ships in or out. It's very important strategically. That's very,
2: that's very important. But, the, but in parallel with that, people need to be aware that... Um, Uh, 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 Russia and Iran are constructing a north-south rail line uh, uh, paralleling the Caspian Sea, which will allow Russia to ship through these warm water ports all goods that they want at any time during the year, which changes the entire calculus of Russia permanently. Okay, So in addition to the, the ports, They're expanding the region, uh, an expansion of the regional footprint. They're also agreeing upon joint electronic warfare capabilities, possibly linked with China. And this includes advanced missiles and cross licensing of manufacturing. In other words, Iran can manufacture Russian missiles, Russia can manufacture Iranian drones. And again, anyone who's looking at the um, Ukraine war knows that Russia has been using very large quantities of Iranian drones for attacks there.
1: All right. And talking about attacks, another red alert sirens going off in the north of Israel. This is a warning of aerial, uh, some type of aerial threats rather than rockets or missiles. And this is called for the communities of Katsrin and Kidmat And we're uh, wishing oh. that uh, all of our... Uh, citizens there to be safe and find shelter from this uh, hostile aircraft intrusion All I right. should mention
2: that these this is the first time that I know of that they've been attacking on the Golan and not in the Galilee
1: maybe um, you'll take this opportunity to explain to our listeners the difference between a rocket or missile attack and a hostile aircraft intrusion
2: well, I don't know what a hostile aircraft or intrusion... Meaning like drones... I'm so uh, guessing that it's a drone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay,
2: I'm, only, I'm only guessing it's a drone because yeah. Lebanon does not have an airport, air force, and certainly Hezbollah does not. So it's probably a drone of some, some kind. Drones can be of various kinds. They can be drones that are just spying uh, with cameras in them, or they can be drones that are armed and missiles, or they can be drones that are what's called uh, uh, kamikaze drones or suicide drones that are themselves similar to a cruise missile. Right. So they, they fly low down, and they can uh, hit a target and explode on the target.
1: Right. So, yes, so people have to run for cover because we don't know what it is when when those sirens go off, and, uh, again, we're praying for the safety of all of our citizens in the north. By the way, just so people know, also today, there have been rocket attacks against uh, the southern uh, border of israel as well so th- we're being attacked from the north and from the south and this is over how many like 114 days now for the war i if i remember correctly and and the hamas who they claim that they're that they need a ceasefire because it's uh you know so bad for them but they're still able to shoot off rockets at us so just wanted to let people know. Speaking okay. of
2: rockets, by the way, I should mention that drones fly generally more slowly than do rockets. So that gives our people a little bit more time. Probably talking about a few tens of seconds, but it still is a little bit more time.
1: Yeah. And and uh, just so people know also that so- sometimes they don't uh, fire rockets or missiles at us from the North and the South that they might just fire, uh, nuntets, um, neged, uh, help me here. Anti-tank missiles. Anti-tank, Anti-tank. missiles. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and those are deadly as well. Okay.
2: Those are the most deadly of them all because you, on those you have less than 10 seconds warning.
1: And some of them are guided, in a sense. They can change direction after they're launched, I understand.
2: They're guided. Yes. They're clearly yeah. guided.
1: Yeah. So it's a uh, very, very dangerous uh, situation for our residents. There are kinds
2: of guiding mechanisms. Well, some of them are simply guided by wires attached to them.
1: And, uh, and uh, it reminds me also to let our listeners know, because they may not know, that uh, the... No, my oh my goodness, I'm having this embarrassing thing that you have on the air where you forget what you're going to say. <laughs> and it was informative for the listeners about okay, firing over the five border. Okay, when I remember, I'll I'll, I'll jump in. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> anyway, all of this in, in activity around surrounding Iran severely impacts not just the Middle East, but Southern Europe and Southern Asia as well. Um... Uh, 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 Recently, both uh, 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 Tehran and Islamabad warmed up to Beijing. Again, why am I mentioning that? Because anyone who's aware of the recent news, Iran shot missiles at Pakistan. And then a f- few days later, Pakistan retaliated with missiles towards Iran. Pakistan traditionally has been an ally of Saudi Arabia. So, what the results of that may be, none of us know. None of us can guess, but it is certainly not something that's good. They have both expanded. Both, both, Iran and Pakistan have recently expanded their their economic and strategic relations with China. Uh, 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 and placed ports at the Chinese at Chinese disposal in the Baluchistan provinces. Remember, both. Iran and Pakistan have divided up the
1: Okay, it looks like we are getting uh, a barrage of uh, rocket fire now. Several uh, red alert sirens going off uh, in uh, the South Golan area. Uh, Katsurin and uh, the... So sorry, it's not rocket fire. This is, again, hostile aircraft uh, intrusion warnings. People are going for shelters in Katsrin in uh, Katmatsvi. And I will tell you in just a moment, this is uh, just northeast of the Sea of Galilee. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know where Katsrin is, it's just north east of the Galilee, the Sea of Galilee. And we are afraid of. which is a city
2: which is the, the so called capital of the Golan Heights. It's the largest uh, 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 place there. I think, if I remember correctly, it's something like 20 or 30,000 uh, uh, residents.
1: Uh, I remember what I want to say now. You, you, you okay. just reminded me, so thank you very much <laughs> that uh, lest anyone think that Israel isn't suffering in this war, just, just not that we have our children out there and our husbands, etc, but that we still have maybe over a hundred thousand Israelis that are still uh, refugees in their own, Country. They have been driven out of their communities. They cannot remain in their border communities because of the danger, because of the danger of rocket fire, missile fire, anti tank fire, uh, hadirot, uh, How do you say Hadirot in English? Uh, intrusions, incursions. Um- in tr- uh, Penetrations. Yes, like that infiltrations that they they and we know that there's tunnels. We know that as well as the Hamas has built tunnels, the the Hezbollah has also built tunnels. And these tunnels that the Hezbollah have built are even uh, more sophisticated and wider to, to be able to put armored cars through there, etc. Uh, also, so these these uh, families are are living like refugees. They cannot go home They're Some are in hotels, some are being put up by their families, but they are refugees in their own country as well. So just just uh, so I everybody realizes that, that. You
2: are un- underestimating the numbers, though.
1: Well, I heard one hundred and thirty thousand, but I, I heard also that some people have just gone back. They just they can't do it anymore. They can't not yeah. stay at home because it's just too hard. They, don't, they can't go to work they, 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 or their family. It's really hard to live you know, with, an, uh, with another family. Or the government says, well, you're gonna, we can't pay for your, your uh, place in the hotel anymore, so you're going to have to leave. And these families can't afford it, and they just go home.
2: Yeah, well, it's, much, it's even more complicated than that because just think of the children. Children are, 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 are for months now, not getting an education. There's no, there are no good point educational facilities and no, there's no frameworks that are suitable for these children, and these children, these poor children, are horribly confused.
1: It's a very good point. I did not mention that. I'm glad that you did. Okay,
2: okay. So we're talking about the, the relationship about uh, surrounding Iran. China is highly asymmetrical. China purchased ninety percent of Iranian. Crude that that uh, that the Iranians exported ninety percent of what they export, but that's only ten percent of China's need. That's highly asymmetric. Um, Pakistan, as I said, is a long-standing ally of the of Saudi Arabia. Uh, so much so that uh, Iran Tehran is is now claiming that. Pakistani security uh, uh, apparatus to carry out Israeli plots against the Iranian regime kind of madness Pakistan's attack is seen as a test of Tehran's will to respond to any strike on Iranian soil it exposed the regime's psychological, intelligence, strategic and security weaknesses to its regional and global enemies anyway I understand there's
1: a caller there is. Uh, we have joining us Antonio from the United States. Hi there, Antonio. What's your comment or question?
0: Actually, excuse. Me. Regarding the the uh, this refugee you just talk about, is there a way we could donate an organization or can you provide provider organization that we can donate um, funds to them so they can find home, a place, or some kind of. Um, suitable for them because this
1: is not right okay first of all I I want to do your questions one at a time so we don't forget number one it's very 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 wonderful of you to want to do that you should just know the cost of putting up families is more than uh, one person could do it would have to be uh, an organized uh, effort by a huge conglomerate like a government or a very wealthy person I'm talking about Mongols really wealthy people because you're talking about paying everyone's rent and then trying to get them f- furniture. Well, he's
2: talking about just, 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 just trimming to that. He doesn't have to take on a whole family by himself.
0: Perhaps what we could do, if it's possible, it, pro-Israel, pro-Jews, supporters all over the world would just take the time and donate to something or someone to provide a Suitable, comfortable environment, living in v- and safe.
1: You know what? And I have a better think- idea, Antonio. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting you. Okay. The the best thing to do would be to win this war and let the, the our people go home. These are all mandates, sure. and I and I and I bless you because your heart is in the right place. You want to help people, but really, honestly, the just and the proper answer and correct answer is to win this war and let people live their lives in safety and freedom, as everyone should be able to do. Everyone should be able to do that, not just the Jewish people. Everybody should be able to live in safety and in peace. And we have to defeat the evil to do this. Putting on Band-Aids, just, a, just it's a pity. Okay, next question.
0: Another question is, um, regarding Iran, China, and Russia, I don't think that is going to work for a long term, considering that China um, capture and I can well have Muslims there and reforming them. Russia is anti anti um, religion, and so is China, and Iran is religious, um, is Islam, and so that is that 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 pot of gumbo is not going to work for a long time. Uh, the relationship is gone to Hashem, is gone to, 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 what's the word I want to use? The word is, let's say Hashem is going to break their relationship up. Period. Okay, Hashem,
1: Hashem for anyone who doesn't like know that. is God and, in Hebrew. And
2: in Hebrew. And in Hebrew. And then I, I need to react to that, because what you said about Russia is simply not correct. It was correct about the Soviet Union, but Russia is a very religious country today. Today's oh, Russia is a very Christian well, a Christian, Orthodox Christian, but it's a very Christian country. Putin himself is religious, considers himself a religion. So he, goes, he goes regularly to re- religious services, um, and he consults regularly with the religious authorities in his country. Okay. But Russia has killed hundreds of thousands of Muslims in Chechnya and other provinces in its southern regions. And of course nobody talks about that. Okay.
0: Learn something new. Another thing is regarding the United States um, decline of, um, of of childbirth, consider this. What's going on with abortion? That's the main factors going on. Abortion, abortion, abortion. And that's where it declined and of the United States among other things, when they took away the foundation of Hashem, gone out of everything. Nothing can survive without Hashem. And we're seeing right now, you know, right now the United States is going pitfall. And and, and to take away the, the fundamental of a marriage between a male and a female. So if you have two, two of the same gender, you know, they can't produce anything like that. Let's be realistic being honest I And my last statement is um, regarding the Iraq situation, where is the Bush? The Bush made, made a lot of money from the war in Iraq. So what we need to think about, what is what are the Bush doing? What are they thinking? Because Iran is invading their, their money.
2: Well, I think, I don't know um, I don't know if they the exact facts about what you're just saying, in, in terms of uh, the Bush family, but I will tr- to guess that I can trust that whatever money they made, they've already made, and they don't need to remain in Iraq, and they're probably long—they're probably long gone by now—and have
0: okay.
2: their money stored wherever it is that they store their monies.
0: And my last statement. I hate the word ceasefire, because there's no nothing in the Torah that says anything about ceasefire. And these leaders need to understand that Israel is a Jewish state. God has control the world. You rule by the Torah. You take that for example and so forth in wars. You go in, clean it up get it over with, once and for all. I'm sorry that individuals who are innocent, who may lose their loved ones, my heart goes out for them. It truly goes out for them. But this war was not started by Israel. But this war will be completed by Israel, God willing. And this war is going to be won by Israel, because there's no way the God of Israel is a liar. God forbid if he is not a liar, and he is gone, because he is in control he made a promise,
1: and he's going to keep it, and that's something I know God bless you, Antonio. God bless you. We should see everybody off. home safe yeah, it's a hard listen. we're in the middle of a war people we're talking about life and death and and people who are being held hostage and the suffering that's going on on both sides of the border with the the families of the hostages and the hostages themselves and our boys and our men that are out there fighting, and our women by the way, that are out there and uh and our hearts are, are with everybody. And, and again, like you said, Antonio, the Hamas started this, and uh, it could all be over in a second if they just surrender. And, and, One last thing. thing. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Hashem said, um, by Amalek, Hamas, Iran, is the side of Amalek. Hashem also, Moses said, choose life or death. These leaders, need to realize generals need to realize choose
1: life, period. Thank you for your call, Antonio. God bless you. Thanks. Thank you.
2: Bye-bye. Antonio, I will recommend one name to you that you would probably enjoy very much listening to. I don't know if there are translations of him into English. I think there are. The name is Eliyahu Yosian. Yosian. I'm not exactly how that would be spelled in English, but you sort of have to try to figure it out yourself. If you can find something, some of his uh, 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 he gives a lot of uh, 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 speeches and interviews and things like that. He's become enormously popular, and he's very, very smart. And I think you will enjoy him very much.
1: All right, uh, what topic do you want to do? Okay. We don't have a lot of time left.
2: So let's, let's spend a little bit of time on, on the, 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 the...
1: I think I lost you again, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. Uh, no, you're with us. Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Are you there? Yes, I hear you. Go ahead. Ah, okay.
2: So I'm saying the, the, the presidential selection system, um, Western civilization, as we all know, has outlawed critical thinking by now. It cannot survive much longer doing that. Uh, Who do I predict will win, quote-unquote, the 2024 elections? Clearly the Democrats, of course, will win because they're much smarter and much better criminals and crooks than the Republicans. I don't think anybody is really elected anymore in the United States. And I hope I'm wrong, but that's my opinion. I don't perceive that. There are actual elections, I think, that there's a a, a small cabal of people in in, in Washington and in the financial capitals, and they simply select who they want and who they do not. Um, Remember, the word fascism is a word invented by Mussolini. It means a partnership between corporations and the state. America today is fascism on steroids. It's not just Disney that I'm talking about, that's the only one that I mentioned previously, but it's Lockheed, it's Boeing, it's Pfizer, and many, 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 many more. There's exactly zero difference today between communism, socialism, and fascism. All are very versions of collectivism, or if you want an alternative word to collectivism, I would use the word damnation. All that exists now is rhetoric, it's all empty. Market illusion is critical. Play the markets if you think you can, but disassociate it from reality. I do not recommend anything concerning stock or bond markets. I'm saying that they are useful for people who know how to take advantage of them. I do not, by the way. Finance is not the entire world. Risk is what actually controls the world today. Markets are one aspect of risk. By the way, um, uh, full disclosure, I wrote and published the, the, the algorithm for what's called non-static risk. Static risk is what you see in terms of insurance companies. Uh, non-static risk is risk like in markets and in uh, 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 projects and etc. cetera, et cetera. So stock and, stocks and bonds are representatives of risk. The debt market is a much better representative, more more difficult to watch. Commodities represent risk, but central banks want to hide them from you. Collectibles, gold, silver are the arbiters of risk. America's guiding principle of the past three decades has been one principle only. War is highly profitable. That's been the case since Clinton. It has not changed no matter who's been in office. Expanding wars positive for the stock market, wars that die down cause these greedy people to make less money. The US Federal Reserve cannot survive without continuous war today. Central banks are going to continue to flood the markets with artificial cash that basically represents nothing and means nothing. But if you can acquire it, it can be very useful to you. Central banks believe they control everything and they want to finalize that control. They all work together. So watch what you're doing in in these terms. Again, as I said before, listen, learn, and think for yourself. Okay. Okay, just a few words about electric vehicles. Um Tamara, you mentioned a theoretical danger I, I haven't heard of that danger, so I can't really comment on that one. But I can comment on several other interesting facts factors about electric vehicles. Some of them I've said
1: before on this program. Okay, before um, you do of, before you do, yes? if you don't mind. Before when you were talking, I did a very quick Google search and you you will find this uh discussion of does it uh is it dangerous does it emit emf etc blah 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 and most all of the things you're going to find are uh it's not it's not uh, bad for you or it doesn't kill you etc it's kind of or or it's just like you know conspiracy theory kind of like when you are looking up to see if the mrna clot shot <laughs> You know, it has any side effects, and and could be dangerous. And you're going to find everything is get the shot, get the shot, get the shot, get the shot, and nothing about side effects, nothing about people who are hurt by it. You 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 just it's so hard to find that stuff. So I, I'm seeing the same thing here, and I can understand it for looking at it as this is what the globalism, you know, world economic forums, etc., are pushing people to get electric cars. By the way, they can control you a lot easier with electric cars rather than with gas cars. And, uh, and so if they want you to purchase it, they're going to, I mean, if I were the king of the world, right, I would try to bury anything bad against what I would want people to purchase. Just putting it out there. You can make up your own mind. So you don't have to agree with me. And I give you back the stage. Dr. Ben Manachem. <laughs> well, I'll go,
2: I'll, I won't go there right now. Maybe I'll mention something a little bit later, but, uh, Remember that any time you purchase an electric vehicle, you are killing small children in the Congo. You're killing African children. 40%, uh, 40% of the world's cobalt is mined by children slaves in Africa. So you, you are encouraging slavery, and you are killing African children. So remember that next time you you be you, thinking about Purchasing an electric vehicle that has nothing to do with the whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, we now know some valuable facts. Um, electric vehicles may, might be a good idea, but we know that the technology is very far from industrial strength or ready for mass deployment. If nothing else, mildly cold temperatures, not even seriously extreme temperatures, cause them to cease to function. We've seen that all across America now over the last over the last few weeks. Existing technology is not a practical solution for temperate climes like the US or, or Europe. And then there's a nonsensical idea of sustainable or, of course, uh, renewable energy. The energy is not renewable and the technology is not sustainable. As soon as you're mining to create these these monsters, cobalt and copper. And lithium and etc. and etc. Cetera, etc. All of these things are finite. They are not sustainable. Anytime anybody talks to you about sustainable energy in terms of electric vehicles, they are lying to you. There's no question about that. I'm not even talking about good engineering. I'm talking about lies. The lithium market, the price has just dropped by 80 percent for lithium because of overproduction over hype. And I'll just say one final word about this. Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute. I, 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 one, one other thing I meant, I, I forgot to mention. Hertz has just announced that they are selling off 20% of their electric vehicle fleet. Good luck to them. I don't know anybody who would want to buy them because nobody wants to rent them either. But one, other, one, one thing I'd say about what you said, Tomar, which I think is poignant here. I don't know, as I said, about the radiation coming from what i do know is that if you're sitting in a car and the car doesn't emit radiation sorry fellows but i don't want radiation exactly on my gonads it's just not a good idea
1: (laughs) well that would you know further the goal of the globalists who who say that we have overpopulation right (laughs) you killed two birds with one stone killed two was, people was with one car <laughs> i'm just joking i don't know enough about it don't listen to me do your own research everybody seriously i i'm being very sarcastic on this show maybe too much so uh, do your own research don't uh don't believe me don't be lazy just uh okay anything else that you wanted okay. to talk
2: about on the show no no i think we've, we've about covered it for this week uh these things are Growing worse all the time.
1: Okay, so uh, we are hoping for good news this week. And I want to wish all of our listeners a peaceful week, a safe week, a good and happy week, wholesome week. And if you have any comments or questions, remember, you can always write us at uh, Tamar, T-A-M-A-R at com, Or if you'd like... To contact Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, we can forward all emails to him either through me or through info i n f o at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We love listening to our uh, to hearing from our listeners, and thank you for being with us here on the show. And thank you, Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, for being with us today. Be safe.
2: Thank you for having me, and I apologize if I, I reveal to people things that are very unpleasant to reveal.
1: Shalom, this is Nadia Matar from the Sovereignty Movement. At a time when there is so much disinformation, you have to know who to listen to to know what really is going on in Israel. Israel News Talk Radio is a radio where you can know that what you hear is the truth.